Good evening. My name is Kat. I'll be your host for this evening. And on behalf of PSI Seminars, welcome to the call. We do these monthly teleseminars as a free resource to you in your journey of personal growth and self-improvement and as a refresher of the concepts that are taught in the PSI Basic Seminar. For those of you on the call who have not yet attended the PSI Basic, you can learn more about our courses on our website at psiseminars.com. So our topic for tonight is forgiveness, and uh, we are very fortunate tonight to have with us Kathy Quinlan Perez. She has been with PSI Seminars for 24 years. In fact, she did her PSI Basic 27 years ago, and today she is the Director of Training. So Kathy is an amazing human being, and any chance that you get for to learn from her, you want to jump on it. Uh, we have quite a few people on the call tonight, and Kathy, are you with us? Are you there? Yes, I am, and thank you very much, Kat, for that lovely introduction. And, and so I'm just excited, actually, to do this call tonight because uh, I'm hoping there's lots of listeners and that, you know, people actually, um, if you're not on the call, that you download this because I think what we're talking about tonight, that forgiveness is such a fundamental part of, for all of us as, as mankind in everything that we do. And if we take it into just the personal growth realm, it's a huge part of everything. And so as, uh, as, as I was asked to do this, I've really been thinking about it a lot, and, and I am always brought back to our basic seminar is because everything that we ever talk about in, on these uh, teleseminars is in the basic seminar. And one of the things I kept thinking about is in regards to forgiveness and knowing that there's a lot of people out there that uh, have a hard time forgiving because of things that have happened to them in the past or are currently going on. And they have a lot of energy towards what they perceive has been done to them or what isn't being done for them or what isn't being given to them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I hope that tonight all the listeners that I, uh, first I'm going to ask that you take a moment and, you know, if you have your notes from the basic seminar, I, I invite you to start to relook at them. And I also invite you to go back and go re-audit the basic seminar, uh, specifically Friday afternoon. Because Friday afternoon is, is really all about forgiveness. And so when I was thinking about forgiveness and looking at, you know, and I'm always looking at my own life as, where am I holding on to certain things? Where have I not let go of certain things? And it ultimately always comes back to the, the absolute foundation in the basic seminar is to think is to create. So to think is to create, I am the source. I'm the author of my life. I'm the champion of my life. And my thoughts are creating everything in my life. So what are my thoughts? And if we go back into the basics and start to go, okay, let's take a look at this. And it's so, so often we aren't objective with ourselves. And so we take things really personally and we start to beat ourselves up and we start to think, oh, I didn't do it right, I did it wrong, I should have done it better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you could just step outside of yourself and just go, okay, let's look at this situation. So let's go back to key point of the basic seminar and really is a thread through our entire, all of our classes in the basic and the life success course and the leadership seminar, it's called responsibility. You know, the concept of victim versus responsible. 
So if we look at forgiveness, definitely falls underneath responsibility. And holding on to the energy we have or, oh, my gosh, I can't possibly forgive them for what they did, absolutely 100% falls under victim. So let's just look at the power of those two. So if I am the author of my life, if everything I'm thinking is I am creating and everything I'm thinking is affecting every single aspect of my life, it's affecting me emotionally, it's affecting me physically, it's affecting me on my well side, on my, on my mental side, on my emotional side. So if I'm holding on to something that happened and I'm unwilling to forgive or let go of it and I keep pointing the finger out there, wow, guess who is really paying the price? We are. I am. You are. So responsible. Out of the choices I make, out of the choices I don't make, I create my life. The reality is, is that we cannot change the past. The past happened. We get in relationships with people that, you know, probably wasn't the best choice in the world. We make business decisions that, mm, based on that choice that I just made, uh, a company went bankrupt. Or we didn't make this choice or we make that choice. But how often, because of the choices we've made, we beat ourselves up for the choices we've made. And so often we can't even forgive ourselves. Like, wow, what? okay, wait a second, that one didn't work. Now what do I need to do? So responsible, if I'm the author and I'm the champion, so based on this, the, the power of acknowledging, here's where it's at. I'm not giving, like making that person right. I mean, the truth is, is we actually start to examine, wait a second, here's the choice I made. Okay. Now, what did I actually learn from that? Because one of the power of forgiveness is when we can actually start to forgive, it's for us. It's not for the other people. When we start to forgive, we start, that's how we start to let go. I mean, let's go back going through victim responsible, but let's go back to the three R's in the basic seminar. Resentment. I mean, think about that. When we have feelings of ill towards other people, Who's really paying the price for that one? I mean, I know that everybody on the call has heard that the quote about that every time that we feel resentment, it's like we're drinking the poison that we're hoping somebody else is drinking. But the truth is, we're drinking it. I remember walking into a friend of mine's home one time, and she had a poster. And regardless of what your religious beliefs might be, she had a poster that said, uh, <clears throat> I never said it would be easy. I just said it would be worth it. And I think about that. When I was thinking about forgiveness, I started thinking about that poster I saw. And it brings me back again. About three weeks ago, we did um, Camp Choice where we're bringing up kids from San Francisco. And, you know, talk about moments where some of that behavior is very hard to forgive. <laughs> and, but you know what? They're not their behavior. They learned it someplace, and they're acting it out. Underneath there, there is a very incredible young mind that that mind starts to go in a different direction. Those are the future leaders of the world. But we showed them a video, two major videos, but one of them was all about success. 
and uh, you know, I start thinking about this also in this whole the whole thing about forgiveness. It's like, wow, you know, we read a good book, we go take a class such as the basic seminar. Oh my gosh, that was such a great class. Oh, I do like success course. I do the leadership seminars, but guess what? Now we're in our real life. That's the real seminar. And so this this whole piece that we did on success is that it requires transformation of ourselves. We have to want to be successful more than and as much as we want to breathe. We have to want success more than we want to go out at night. We want to have success more than the sleep that we think that we need. We want it more than the food that we think we're supposed to be eating. We want it more than going to a party or going to this or going to that. So I look back at all the successful people. Guess what? It took rigor and it took discipline. And that goes back to utilizing what we know works. It's called the tools in the basic seminar. And so when you think of, of forgiveness, I mean, we go back to the three R's as I started to talk about that is that, you know, here we have resentment and then we go into resistance and then we go into revenge. If you look out at the world, I mean, it's a scary place to actually sometimes turn on the news is that, wow, people, it's a norm to go out there and address like getting back at each other. It's a norm to start to feel that, look what they did to me. Versus, oh my gosh, this is a choice that I made. See, forgiveness doesn't change the past. It can only change the present. can only change the present. And unforgiveness is truly poison. But I'm telling you that when we start to forgive, we start to, for, to set ourselves free. Not anybody else, it's ourselves. So one of the concepts that we talk about in definitely in the Life Success Course is, you know, there's an I and then when I, then there's a we and then there's an all. So I can't be a we, meaning in relationship with other people or in an intimate relationship with another person, until I'm a healthy I. But how can I ever be a healthy I if I'm holding on to grudges? And if I'm holding on to what wasn't done, what should have been done, what could have been done? And how many times are we beating ourselves up for the things that we didn't do, we should have done, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, there's, Maya Angelou has a great quote, and it's to, a reminder of, I'm not in that. So do things happen to us in our life? Yes. Do we experience some pretty horrific things out there? Yeah, we have. All of us have. Or we know people that have. So we can actually spend our time thinking about that, which again, go back to to think is to create, what is that actually producing in my body? What is that actually producing around me? Or we can say, okay, wait a second. The first person I gotta look at is me. What, What are the prices I'm paying for holding on to all this? Because I guarantee you as a mother, as a wife, as a partner, as a business owner, as an employee, whatever your role happens to be, when we're holding on to things that didn't happen, should have happened, they did to you, however you perceive it, when we're holding on to that, we are not the best we can possibly be. We are definitely not congruent inside ourselves, and we are definitely not in alignment. So I look and go, forgiveness, it is the most powerful tool that we have. And the value of forgiveness 
you know, one of the things that I love, there's so many things I love about Principia. However, one of the things I love is that we always have speakers that come and they talk about what we actually are teaching in all of our classes, but they talk about it in such a different format. And one of the things is that what if you started to turn around? Like, I am grateful. I have gratitude for blank. So I have gratitude for declaring bankruptcy because I actually, oh my gosh, learning, if I had to do that, this is what I learned that from that. Or if your situation happens to be, I was right. Oh, I am grateful for that. Or my husband had an affair. I am grateful for that. Like, what is the lessons that I actually learned? Of course we go through all the emotions. Of course we do. However, forgiveness is not a feeling. It is not. Forgiveness is what is a promise to ourselves and to someone else. Not doesn't even have to be verbal. But it's a promise that I'm not going to take the past and hold, and hold on to it and use it against me and or somebody else. So the truth is I could actually go on and on and on and talk about it, but I want you all that are listening tonight is just to really start to think about, wow, what is the power of forgiveness? And how come I'm not allowing myself to feel that? You know, again, there is a, a powerful quote that we use in the basic seminar that when we talk about first day, last day, is that you know, man, man crucifies himself between two thieves the regrets of yesterday, and the fear of tomorrow. So my question and, and request to everyone that's listening tonight to ask yourself, where have you been crucifying yourself? And to ask yourself, what's the price I'm paying for that? What's the benefit I'm getting out of it? Because I'm going to say that, boy, when I have ever found myself spending a little too much time over on the side called uh, resentful or uh, victim to something, the benefit really is is that I don't have to do anything about it. And I can point the finger out. However, turning that around into, okay, what were the choices I made that set this all up? What am I getting out of all this? And most of the time we will find that we're getting to be right about something. But the question to always ask yourself, do you really want to be right about something or do you want to be successful? And sometimes it's all the little things that we've got to do that set us up for the big things in our life. And to go back to that film that um, we showed the kids at Camp Choice, you know, you want, to be, you want to be successful. You want to have extraordinary relationships. You want to be in the best physical shape of your life. You want to have your financial planning, your financial life healthy. And you want to have healthy relationships want to have healthy relationships with yourself, healthy relationships with other people, guess what? That doesn't happen by, like, you know, magic fairy dust. You actually have to do some work. It, it, like, you've got to get rigorous about this stuff. And you've got to keep using and utilizing being a self-cleaning oven. And please hear me. I want everyone to know that I, I'm not taking away with, from anything that has ever happened to any, anyone on this call. But I am going to ask that you start to ask yourself, wow, what am I really getting out of this? You know, I, I looked up at some really good quotes, and one of the ones that I just, that really touched me was, there is a nobility in compassion, a beauty in empathy, a grace in forgiveness. You know, yeah, guess what? I'm going to take the high road because I can. And I take the high road, 
and people around me, I will start being an example for them. And out of being an example for them, they will be an example for their children. And that's how we have to be certain ways. can't tell our children to do something if we're not doing it. That's the truth. That is absolutely 100% the truth. And then another quote that was very powerful to me, the decision to forgive touches you to your very core, to who you are as a human being. And that's the truth. Now, I'll leave you with a, a story because I think there might, be some, uh, there might be some questions. However, there is a, a man that I met many years ago. Tragic story. His son was uh, about ready to go to college, and he was actually killed by another young man that was, uh, it, it was his initiation into a gang. And they found the young boy. His son was killed. And, you know, it's a tragic story. But this gentleman turned it around to wanting to know what motivated that young man to kill his son. And from that, he took that and started a foundation that he is all about peace and freedom. And he actually has um, written to the governor, last couple of governors because he is petitioning to get this young man out of jail, not to spend uh, the rest of his life in jail, because he actually has visited this young man in prison, and he wants him to be working with him on and in his foundation about going out and talking to kids about gangs and about violence and absolutely talking to them about how do we create, create a peace, how do we create an inner peace. And I think that's really what forgiveness is all about, is creating an inner peace inside of ourselves. So some people can look at, another, at someone and say, wow, how could they possibly do that? But why not? You know, again, a, an example that we use um, a lot up at uh, our advanced courses is, you know, a young woman that was raped, you know, spends her life, you know, making everyone around her pay for that. Whereas someone else created a home for women that were abused and are sexually uh, abused to be able to come to to heal themselves. So we have different venues that we could actually use and which one is going to support us in creating the legacy and the mark that we want to leave on this planet. So that's what I'm going to ask everyone to really start to look at. Wow, how am I using this to not be the extraordinary person that I was put on in this planet? That it is time for all of us to know that we are the author of our life. We are the author of our future. We cannot change the past, but we can definitely change the present and transform what happens in our future. So, Kat, is there any questions that I could possibly answer towards this incredible subject that we get to talk about tonight? Absolutely. That was some uh, great stories there. Thank you, Kathy. And uh, we have a question here that came in from Denver, and she wants to know, can you give me a basic good definition of forgiveness and some pretty simple steps I can take to know that I'm letting go? So forgiveness, is, as uh, we define it in the basic seminar, is forgiveness is to give as before. So before whatever happened, happened. And to give and look at that person or that situation, how you did before it happened. And, the, and how you're going to know, know that you are doing that is because you don't have any energy on it. And, and guess what? That is a choice. Any others? 
Yes. Uh, we have one from California here. And I know you touched on this uh, a bit earlier. Uh, maybe you can expand on it. She asks, uh, she says, I love the Oprah quote on the teleseminar registration page that true forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience. So she wants to know what specific steps can be taken to get to that place. That's a great question. So first of all, uh, it would be called what I was talking about, responsibility. So, okay, so not I'm not to blame for this situation, but okay, if I'm the author of my life, if every choice or choice that I don't make, I create my life, okay, so let's step back and look at the choices. And then once I've done that, to actually start to look at, okay, so what are the lessons from this? So that I don't step into that choice again. And turn it around as to I am grateful for blank, 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 whatever happened, happened. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Absolutely. I think that, um, I think that that's, uh, again, that's, there's so many great speakers that come to Principia that put this in such a different light in terms of really it's powerful to actually say if something has happened negative to you or to us, to myself or to anyone, to actually go, okay, what are the lessons? And I am grateful. I, have, I am grateful that I had cancer. I am grateful for this situation in my life because what did I learn from it? Next yes, question. Be great. Uh, so this one, I think this um, actually applies to a number of people. We had several questions around this. Uh, she says, if you forgive someone and they continue to repeat the hurtful behavior, is it still up to me to continue to forgive? Well, that's a really good question. Whoever asked that question to start to ask yourself because based on that question, my suggestion is that you didn't really forgive. And forgiving someone isn't for them, it's for you. Forgiveness is, you know, give as before. And if they keep having that same behavior towards you, quite possibly you haven't set up any boundaries. And you know, when we go back to people aren't going to change and we can't change them. The only person that we can change and transform is ourselves. And so forgiveness, giving as before, that is allowing us to let go of whatever happened. But if it's still happening, the question is start to ask yourself is how come you're putting yourself in that situation? You know, sometimes we equate, oh my gosh, forgiveness I've become, I'm a doormat, like I'm going to let them treat me however I want to treat treat me. No, 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 that's not at all what we're saying. However, forgiveness to give as before, that is allowing you to go back to how how you saw that person before. And then you've got to step out of the way so they don't keep getting you. Not to roll over and let it keep happening because now you're going to fall back into the trap of being victim versus responsible. So you want to step aside so it doesn't keep getting at you. And time to set some boundaries in that particular relationship. That was good. Thank you. Anything else, Kat? 
Yeah. Do you have um, some tools around that? So how to step aside and still um, give as before in that kind of situation? So that there's a lot of techniques to be used there, but specifically I would say to, to use your screen of the mind. And as Maya Angelou would say, I'm not in it, and you know what? It's not about me. So stepping aside, uh, I think I, I use this a, a tool, and I, I know I, I always use this when I'm doing a basic seminar and when I'm up at site seven, is that imagine yourself a Teflon pan so that when something comes at you, it doesn't penetrate. It just slides right off. So that's a, a different analogy I use as stepping to the side so it doesn't get you. I think that's one of the most powerful, powerful tools to use. And to using your screen of the mind. How would you use screen of the mind for that? Is that how do you really want that relationship or that situation to be or how, how do you want yourself to be in that particular situation? Oh, that's great. Well, we have another question here. This came in from Vancouver, and they want to know about how you would teach forgiveness, like forgiveness for others and forgiveness of self to others, especially to our kids. I think that's a really great question, and I think that as parents, you know, one of the things is, is that we've got to be it to teach it. That's as simple as I can possibly say that. I have to be that to teach my children that. And I was actually talking to my husband about this, and, and we're, uh, we're just talking about the whole, like, all forgiveness. And just interesting that, you know, he learned, he learned forgiveness very strongly from his parents. And it's it just so powerful in terms of looking at people and wishing them well. And I'm not in that. And seeing the best in them but you don't have to be in it. But, you, but talking with our children about why. Why, was this, why would this be important? Like the more that we can talk to our kids about compromise and um, cooperation versus competition, we will make a huge difference in this planet. Great. I would imagine this was um, also a big topic at Camp Choice for the kids there. Oh, absolutely. It definitely is. But to act, I mean, the whole idea of cooperation versus competition is like a huge new concept to them. And let's, let's just look at the big scheme of things. And when we look at our children, it's just, wow, of course I want to have a competitive streak. Of course I want to do the best, but I want to be competitive with me. I don't want to be competitive against somebody else. And why would we want to see people, people better than their being. Like that's what we get to teach our children. But guess what? We got to be that for them. We got to be that example. We got to be the one that when our kids are, you know, 24, 31, they go, wow, my mom, my dad, they always said that to me. Like we always get, always got to come back to being the example. Absolutely. Here we have a question that uh, came in from Portland. And they want to know, how can I forgive myself if I keep making the same mistakes over and over? That's a great, uh, that's a great question. Is that I would suggest, first of all, you might want to do some journaling on how come you're not. 
how come you're not forgiving yourself? Like, what is it that you get to be right about? And what is it that you have to shift in your, the, your daily practices so that you don't keep making the same, whatever that mistake is or whatever that action is that you can't forgive yourself for? Like, what's really at the root of that? Because we don't keep doing things over and over again just because that's what we do. We do it because we wanna, we're being right about some belief we have about ourselves. So you're, you keep setting a cycle for yourself. So somewhere along the line you're getting, you're, you know, you're getting something out of that cycle versus, wait a second, again, screw the mind. Here's where I'm at. Here's where I want to be. And what is it that you've got to shift in your everyday thinking and thought process so that you see yourself in that perfect end result? Because to really forgive ourselves, we've got to start letting go of how we want to be perfect and how we should have done it this way or should have done it that way. You know, maybe the way you did it was absolutely perfect and there, there's a lesson in it. However, what are you committed to? What do you want it to be? I hope that was some clarity on that question because that's a good one because I think most of us, when it, most people, the hardest person to forgive and the one that we carry the biggest hammer on is ourselves. Definitely. Now, for the people we have, you've mentioned screen of the mind a couple of times. For the people we have on the call who have not done the basic, can you just briefly explain what that is so that they, you know, they're with us? Actually, okay, I'd love to. Actually, screen of the mind is a tool, a technique that, yes, it is definitely has been with us, uh, created here inside seminars for the last almost 40 years that we're going into our 40th year. However, if you look throughout history, uh, there are great, incredible athletes, politicians, leaders, Martin Luther King, Harry Truman, that used, they had a picture in their mind. So just imagine that you're going to have a, you're going to create a screen in your mind, and the screen will always stay the same. What will change is the, the frame that you put around it. And that screen is seeing how it is, what's the situation that you want to shift, transform in your life, how it is really. Because the first power is the the most powerful part of finding resolution, finding um, the answer to something is that we know what the problem is. Here's what is happening. So many times we don't really want to acknowledge that to ourselves because We beat ourselves up for how it is because it should be a different way. So you have your screen. You put a dark frame around it. And with the dark frame around the screen, that's where you put the situation how it is, whether that's you in a relationship, whether that's you in your financials, whether that's you in your relationship with you, whether that is you in your health, whatever that situation is. So now here it is. Okay. I acknowledge it. I see it clearly. This is how it is right now. Now I'm going to fade that picture away. I'm going to take away the dark frame, and now I'm going to put bright white lights all around that screen, and now I'm going to put the perfect end result exactly how I want it. Because what happens is you are talking to a part of your mind inside your subconscious brain that it just wants to give us answers, wants to do things, wants to find the solutions for everything. So you keep seeing that perfect end result. And, okay, I'm going to find the solutions to it. Now, this is not like, okay, I'm just going to see this picture and not do, take any action to create it. It doesn't work like that. 
you got to start to see it, conceive, believe, and you will achieve. But you've got to believe it, and in the achievement, you've got to take actions towards it. This doesn't magically happen. Fabulous technique. I mean, incredible. You know, um, so many of the athletes that are just, I mean, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, that every shot they see in their mind of exactly where they want it to go. Amazing tool. Amazing tool. Great. Thanks, thanks for sharing about that. I mean, it's ama- it really is amazing how much that tool gets mentioned in all of the topics that we cover. Um, oh. And we, we do have a couple of recordings just on the screen of the mind uh, that you can find on the podcast. Oh, that would be I think people should definitely go to that. Yeah. So, so any other questions? questions? Oh. Yes, we have more questions. Uh, so this one's uh, from San Diego. And she wants to know, when you make the choice to forgive yourself or someone else, how do you truly move forward and just let it all go and let it stay in the past, whatever happens? I think that we've we've actually, I think I actually addressed a lot of that question throughout the just talking tonight, is because how you're absolutely going to know that you've let it go, you don't have energy on it anymore. It It doesn't have you. You see, if we, when we are questioning if we've let it go, guess what? You haven't because you're questioning that you let it go. Like it's like, wow, if I'm waking up in the morning and I'm thinking about this, guess what? I haven't let it go. So again, going back to my, quite possibly, okay, it's time to start doing some journaling about, okay, what am, I, what am I getting out of this one? Because I promise you when we start to let it go, when we have let it go and we really the power of forgiveness, it doesn't have us. It's not in our bodies anymore. It's not even in our minds anymore. We're not waking up thinking about it or it just creeps in at different times. You know, we continually, continually going, wish that person well. So one of the things I always hear, you know, and just being in this industry for, for a long time is that, you know, things, some pretty horrific things happen to us, to, you know, children. And when we look at, how am I going to forgive that situation? Look what my uncle did. Look what my mom did. Look what this happened and this happened. You're not going to forgive. You can't change the situation. But you can look at how you're viewing it. Forgiveness, as I said, as I've said, forgiveness doesn't change the past, but it enlarges the future. So, yeah, that is, there are so many unforgivable things that happen that people do. There's some there's some really bad bad things that happen out there. So it's not about forgiving the person. Maybe it's about starting to forgive yourself. Because sometimes what we do is like we just get hardwired like this. Is that sometimes we actually think we did something to cause it. You know, there's another great interview that Oprah does with Maya Angelou. And and Maya Angelou was uh, sexually uh, abused by an uncle, and she just loved her uncle. And it is an amazing story because what happened is that he got sent to jail, and he came out and he got out of jail. This is so many years ago, 70-plus years ago in the South. And he was sent to uh, jail for one day, and he got out. And she, she did tell her family. And when he got out of prison after one day, uh, her cousins and her family members 
circled him and he, they beat him to death for what he did to her. And so in her mind, in her little seven-year-old mind, she thought her voice, her world, her words killed him. Now, she quit speaking until she was, I think, 13 years old because she really thought her voice did this. It's so, you know, all these, our little minds got to make sense somehow. And when she finally started talking, well, first of all, the woman speaks like, you know, eight, ten different languages, and she's listened. Her listening skills are amazing. And she had to start to forgive herself. And that's where I had heard that saying, I'm not in it. She didn't cause that. Yes, it happened to her, but it doesn't mean she was this bad little girl. It means that's what happened. Like, before that situation happened, I promise you, to anyone that that's happened to, you go back into your core values as a young child, yet you are this beautiful spirit that loved everything, that looked at a possibility. All we want is, as children growing up is we want to be loved. And sometimes that comes in very different forms that is not love at all, but as a child we don't distinguish that. And so maybe it's time for anyone that can relate to any of that is that, wait a second, I'm not in it, and maybe the person to start to forgive is you. And yeah, you might have some anger. That's true. But maybe the anger that you're taking out is you're taking the anger out on you versus, wait a second, I've got to start to, I've got I to gotta clean myself out here so I can actually look at the world and go, I deserve to be here. I have something to contribute. I actually have gone through something that I could actually support other people that have gone through the same thing. Any other questions, Kat? Uh, Yes. Here's one. Um, Why is it so easy for me to forgive others for anything from simple to horrible things, but I can't forgive myself for anything? Well, I definitely think that we address that one, is that... um, It's not true that you can't forgive yourself. That's not true. You can. The question is, why haven't you? And again, as I said earlier, is that you're getting something out of that. You know, you're not, you're, what is the standard you've put for yourself or what is the belief that you have about yourself that you keep sabotaging yourself? Because that's what you're doing. If I forgive everybody else, but I'm not forgiving myself, no, you haven't really. Because forgiveness is all about you. It's forgi- forgiveness is giving yourself a clean slate. Like today's a new day. What am I committed to creating? And so based on results, have you been more committed to operating from a victim thought process, operating from resentment and a, a resistance in your life someplace, or are you, are you, more, are you committed to operating from Oh, my gosh, I'm a change agent of myself. I'm the author of my life. I'm responsible. It doesn't matter what I did yesterday. I mean, at one time I heard the greatest quote is that every day is, just, is I have a clean slate. I have a new day. It's a new day. Tomorrow, yesterday didn't happen. Today is the new day. What am I committed to creating today? I love that. Today is a new day. Okay, we have another question here from San Diego. Uh, they want to know, how do you forgive and not feel so vulnerable? That's an interesting question is because I would, I guess I would ask that, uh, ask 
you know, how do you define vulnerable? Is because, <clears throat> you know, what, where, how do you really define that word? I, I always look, look at vulnerability as very powerful and forgiveness as very powerful. And so have you defined vulnerability someplace as a weakness? And, you know, sometimes, like, sometimes when we forgive someone and we forgive ourselves, they don't ever even need to know. You know, it's, forgiveness isn't that you sit down with the person and you've got to say all these things to them. Because one time a very wise woman said to me, for what purpose are you saying what you are saying? So sometimes we have to actually step back and go, what's my purpose here? Am I saying this because I'm just going to put this all on them? Maybe they don't even, maybe it's never even bothered them. Maybe it's me that it's bothered, not them. So the question is that, wow, I start to look at how, re, how to redefine vulnerability and what forgiveness really means to you. Because if you really start to look at the power of forgiveness, the power of forgiveness, it truly is for you. For the, It doesn't change what happened in the past. It changes what happens right now and allows you to actually start to give yourself hope for the future for yourself and who you can be when you let go of that. Any other questions? Yes. So here's the question. Came in from New York um, and said, I hold on to hurt and anger when I really want to let go and be free of it. How could this be serving me when it is ruining some of my favorite relationships? And how can I genuinely move through the feeling so as to get to the real source of what's going on inside? So I think that was a, actually a very brilliant question to ask, is that it is really good. So first of all, imagine, again, that you are an onion and you are peeling the layers of the onion because you want to get to the root of what is actually causing the anger and the hurt. There's the first step. What is it that's causing the anger and the hurt? So often we put so much expectation about on ourselves and so much expectation on other people. And often we, you know, think that it's supposed to be a certain way and it's not, and then we get all wrapped up in that. So great opportunity to just sit and go, okay, so what am I really angry and hurt about? And if it wasn't about the person, and if it was all about me, how, what are the glasses I have on looking at this situation? And if I start to, and I think I have said this throughout the evening, is that, you know, sit down and just start to journal. What is it that is, hurt, what is it that I'm so angry at? What is it that I'm so hurt about? Is it, is it, do I have expectations? Do I think it should be this way? What is the expectations I have on the situation, on the person, on myself? Like how they should be or shouldn't be. You know, there's a great, it's just, there's so much in that whole question that you just asked. But it is, first step always is, okay, I am responsible for the feelings that I have. But I'm not my feelings. They're feelings. So if you go back to the inner part of who you are, like all those core values that we were brought into this world with, the love, unconditional, the trust, the passion, and that we just looked at life like, oh, my gosh, so much possibility. 
And then on top of that gets our thinking, our programs, and then that affects our attitude and that affects our behavior and that starts to affect our results. So now you get to sit, start to actually peel back those layers and go, okay, so how come I'm feeling this way? And then take it to a deeper cup for yourself is, hmm, what am I getting out of these feelings? Like what is it, what is, who am I not getting to be? Like who am I pretending not to be? Like if you weren't being angry and if you weren't being hurtful, who would you be? Oh my gosh, you might have to show up as an extraordinary person. You couldn't use that anger to keep people away. You couldn't use it anymore. You'd have to actually start to go, wait a second, there's another part of me that I am not letting out here. So how come I'm not? Maybe it's time to start demanding that you are an extraordinary person and start demanding yourself to show up that way. Any other questions? Yes. Uh, I'm not sure where this one came from here. They didn't give us a place. Uh, Their question is, I have found myself in a situation where I work side by side with somebody I was in a relationship with, and it ended in total betrayal. I've had such heartache and challenges getting over it, and, you know, acting normal at work, let alone forgiving when I have their face in mind every day. And it has been really painful. Please help. Well, um, again, I would say, yeah, guess what? Um, time to forgive yourself for a choice that you made that didn't work out at all. And actually, and I know it doesn't say, like I said in the very beginning of the call, is that, you know, I never said it would be easy. I just said it would be worth it. Is your pain a huge price uh, with your self-esteem? And with you're not forgiving yourself. And so how about if you actually look in the mirror tonight and you look at yourself and you know what? I forgive myself for that choice I made. I'm not in that relationship anymore. And yes, I chose somebody that it did not work out. Guess what? We do that. But you're not that person today. Maybe you were that person when you made that choice. But who are you today? Like hold your head up and be proud of who you are today. Not who made that choice whenever it happened. And keep shedding like white light on this person and go, I wish them well. You know, there's a really great saying, and I'll I'll end the call with this, is that, you know, there's a saying is that there's a a little story, and it's much longer than I'm going to tell it to you, is that this woman you know, saw a little baby rattler out in the, uh, that, that was, you know, hurt out in the field. And so this woman was like, oh, gosh, i got to take care of this little baby rattler. It's a poor little thing. It's going to die. And so she brought this little, this little baby rattle, rattlesnake into her house. And lo and behold, that little rattlesnake grew up. And guess what? Lo and behold, that little rattlesnake does what rattlesnakes do. It bit her. So sometimes it's a hard lesson for us to swallow is that, wow, you know when you let them in, that's what they do. And so, again, there was a speaker that I was listening to at Principia that talked about who we let in our minds. Who are the people that we really let inside our minds that are actually poisoning those minds? Our mind is the greatest gift that we were given. Again, back to to think is to create. Our mind is a garden. 
What are you planting? That is the question to start to ask yourself. And sometimes, guess what? There are people in our life that, uh, wow, i got to get them out of my garden. Love them, but don't want them in my garden. Are you having people support you in a reputation to live up to, or are you having them support you in a reputation to live down to? Are you supporting yourself in a reputation to live up to, or are you supporting yourself in a reputation to live down to? No, and I'll leave you with my last most fun, greatest quote that I love is that the man that got at the top of the mountain didn't just get dropped there. They had to do some work to get to the top of the mountain. But we actually get at the top of the mountain, and I'll equate that with taking the high road. We actually start to see there's other high roads to take, and there's other people taking those high roads also. So who is it that you really want to surround yourself with? And the first step is maybe tonight is when you put your head on the pillow, if you like, think of all the things that you have gratitude and you are grateful for and all the things that you have actually done in your life that is incredible. And when you wake up in the morning, that you'll be proud of who you are and start a new day. you got a new slate today, fresh new page. Yesterday, history, today, you get to create it. Have a fabulous night. Uh, thanks for wrapping that up. It was great having you on the call and uh, sharing your wisdom with us. So thank you so much. Well, thank you, Kat. It's a pleasure. Wonderful. And thank you to all of the listeners on the line for being with us on the call tonight. We hope that you've gotten some tools around forgiveness that can support you in your relationships and look forward to having you on the call next month where we will be talking about attitude, about how attitude affects just about every area of your life and how you can have the kind of attitude that you want to have for you in order to create the life that you want to live. The call is scheduled for Tuesday, August 13th, and you can register at psiteleseminars.com. Please do ask your questions in advance when you register. So again, that's August 13th. The topic is attitude, and you can register at psiteleseminars.com. For those of you on the call who would like more information about the PSI courses, you can visit our website at psiseminars.com where you will find information about our classes as well as a list of upcoming dates and locations for the PSI Basic Seminar and our advanced courses. You can also find us on Facebook. We do post live updates during the call, and if you have questions or would like to share your insights from the call, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love getting your feedback. So visit us at facebook.com forward slash PSI Seminars. Again, thank you for joining us and have a fabulous night.